The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too It's okay. my brother, my brother, and me. Wow. Welcome to the show. It's going to be a big show. We got a lot of jokes for you this week. A lot of you writing yeah. in with problems and queries and problems, and, uh, and we got the solutions for you. Uh, first question: hey, How how hey, loud of a noise can you make, Justin? Well, question asker, that's a good question. Here's the noise. That's actually that's actually healing me. That's soothing me. That's, There's some that's sort great. of. That's not only sonically unpleasant for me, probably our listeners as well. I'm your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. I went to sleep at 11 o'clock last night, and I feel great. I'm your middlest brother, Travis McElroy, and I stayed out drinking a lot at a bachelor party, went to bed at like 3 o'clock in the morning, then woke up at 7 o'clock in the morning and drove five hours to get back to Cincinnati. I mean, mine's not as good. I'm Griffin McElroy. I'm the baby brother. I just... I just drank a whole bunch. I didn't. There's not like a whole production. There wasn't a traveling element to my story. <laughs> uh-huh. I, I just I drank all day. Is the I actually here's here's what I actually did. I went to a uh, I went to a ramp dinner last night. You guys familiar with ramps? Apparently, yeah, in West sure. Virginia, that's what you do. Sweet stunts. You, you and jump your bikes off them. Of no, no, Travis no, Estrana. No sweet stunts. It's a West Virginia delicacy. Uh, uh, oh, onions. A, a, Oh yeah, yeah. Sort of a. It's in the garlic, garlic family. Mm. Uh, it tastes a little bit like greens, like very garlicky greens. But you have a whole big party around them. Our friends, Kimberly and Mike, has out there. They have chickens mm. and goats that they actually get the eggs from. We bought some eggs from them. From and goats? Fa- they have goat eggs. We bought goat eggs from them. They cost a hundred million dollars <laughs> because they don't exist. No, we bought like chicken eggs from a person that we know you're is still like, so just a little. Local. You're still just a little too up. Just yeah. like. <laughs> Down just like a few steps. Well, I, we've done this show hungover before. Have we done two people? No. Hungover? I, this is the most hungover the show's ever been. If I need to bring myself down a little bit, I can just think about how excited I am about buying eggs from someone I know. Because yeah. that's like where my life's at. That's Jesus. pretty sad. It is a little bit. Okay. Uh, yeah, there it is. Okay. okay it's not. Right, it's sure as shit ain't happy. Bringing me down. <laughs> Bringing me on down. I woke up this morning with diarrhea and a nosebleed. Like, I don't think I should drink. Cut, wait, hold on. To be fair, coming out of the appropriate holes? Yes. That okay. is my favorite Hank Williams senior album. <laughs> I don't think I should drink anymore. I don't think I should. I don't think my body is, is, my body is no longer capable of taking my life essence on credit in the way that you do <laughs> when you get super drunk and you know that tomorrow's going to suck. I, the, the exchange, the fucking APR on that right. deal is dog shit. <laughs> the ROI it's on that a, particular Because I also know that there is nothing I could do in the future to balance that out. Like, I couldn't be super drunk one night and, like, incredibly sober the other night. Like, I can't go past zero. What was your uh, what was your beverage of choice, Griffin? Oh, what it was, uh, last night? oh, it was, maybe you've heard of it, Coors Light. 
<laughs> I got a lot of beef from my uh, so-called friends. I got. <laughs> I have to revisit the terminology now because all I called it was coors, and that's apparently not what you're supposed to call it. Yeah, it's not uh, cores. There's two fucking <laughs> O's in there. Coors. 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 When you say it like that, when you say it like that, it doesn't sound like bathwater. Coors is for cool people. It's Uh, not. It's not. (laughs) That is that that great failed campaign Mm -hmm. from the 60s. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, I'm Yule Britta. Coors is for cool Cool people. people. It's not. (laughs) Unfortunately, I've just been alerted by the producer this commercial has been canceled. Whoops. I didn't even know that happened. Coors is almost done. Okay, I'll I'll stop. Let's let's just hurry. (laughs) Let's help someone else. Because you guys can't help yourselves. This question comes to us from Jacqui in Chicago. I handle all the UPS packages at my office. The man who delivers them is a super nice guy. We're always sharing anecdotes and jokes. He's a great mini break in the middle of the workday. Problem is, I don't know his name. It's been over a year since I've started this position, and I don't know how to ask without it being awkward. Suggestions? Uh, I have a suggestion. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Next. Okay. Next this question. Is be a Come good on. Show. That's it. We said we got to fucking move it a clip so I can. No, the reason I say don't worry about it is he's never going to quiz you on it. It's never going to come up. Like, in, in, we have a male dude that rolls up to uh, Cincy Shakes every Tuesday during staff meeting, and we applaud for him every time because he usually brings us checks, and that is nice. <laughs> and like I don't know his name and I'm also going to be honest with you I don't care he's the male guy that I clap for we have our exchange he goes away it's great I also think he thinks we're all assholes because I think he thinks we're applauding like ironically when not, and in fact you are applauding in sincerely mm-hmm. because I you're theater jerks yeah, you're but I don't I don't know a way to clap Real and simultaneously, types. I don't know a way to clap and simultaneously say but I mean it there's no way to not clap ironically anymore. It's 2013. Every clap is ironic. I know. There's a a great a great method you can use here that I have used before is to introduce yourself. Go with this. I don't know if I've introduced myself before. My name is Jacqui. And he'll be like, "Oh, my name is UPS." Mm-hmm. <laughs> it will be so weird. You're, you're going to wonder how you didn't catch that before when his name turns out to be my name is eustace paul stevenson (laughs) his his name is just ups (laughs) (laughs) what's up i'm big ups they call me down at the factory it's not a nickname my parents are drunks um i i i think though if you do that move you got to start off with something like you know you come in every day and i don't you know and we've never been properly introduced i don't think you can say i don't believe we've been introduced yeah because that makes it seem like you forgot that he, he comes also in every day. he also knows how bad it is to be in this situation he mm-hmm. also doesn't like that you don't know his name i'm assuming jacqui is wearing a name tag of some sort because or I'm, that but, he, but she fucking signs or for packages so like signs for packages yeah okay ask him to sign for this one well, that's a fun mm-hmm. game. Say, can you maybe sign for this one with your name? Are you wanting to know because, like, for flirting or just because yeah, you're, like, but She's trying to dip her pen in the... Comp- well, she... Wow. Okay, hold on. Her... She has the ink. You got uh-huh. it. Okay, start the metaphor over. She, she wants to she have wants her... She wants to spill her ink all she over She wants to have pen. her company inkwell dipped in uh-huh. by his cock. 
<laughs> Wait. This, okay. God, we'll get it back. Uh, okay. I, she wants to have sex with him. They want to have sex oh, okay. together. You don't know. That's not true. Well, why that's else would true. she want to know his name? <laughs> there are myriad reasons. Name I can, name one that doesn't involve them fucking... Christmas card. Christmas card. Yeah, like you're going to give a Christmas card to UPS, man. Next. I'm writing a check for you for okay. Christmas, for your Christmas bonus. Nobody has ever done that. That's a old Can you tell tale. me how to spell oh, your and nobody, Also, nobody bonuses a, a UPS dude. Yeah. Well, like they UPS bonus they bonus them these. in the sense that they fucking bones them. They bones them. Why are you so sex obsessed? I'm trying to trying to keep this show clean. Yeah, Griffin gets that Coors up in him. He gets all hit. Uh, I'm a fucking, uh, I turn into a mountain, it's like it's like drinking the mountain's frost. And it Did just guys, gets so ribbled. You guys, okay, so you guys tip your mailman, obviously. Never. Right? No. Okay. Have, have you never done your garbage man. No. no. I, I left a nice dresser on the front <laughs> stoop. I don't think, I think they think that <laughs> is a chore, actually. I, I, no. I, no one tips like me. Why does anybody tip me? Yeah, I think you're you're supposed to tip. Why? It's for people in in like service industries. But here's the thing: in this day and age, I don't even know that we have the same dude every day. Yeah, like I, except for UPS. Like I know that the UPS lady at uh, Cincy Shakes is the same woman every week. She has a very distinctive hairstyle, and she's hard to miss. And so I know that she's the same one. Every it's not time. the uniform. Well, no, I'm saying that, like, I don't confuse okay. her with other UPS people. I'm with you. I'm with you. But, like, as far as, like, my... First of all, I never see my garbage, garbage men. They're, like, a mystery to me. Mm. I But, see, here's my thing. I get pretty... I get pretty buck wild with the things that I leave uh, to be thrown away that have not mm -hmm. been, like, properly bagged or anything. So, I, for me, it, a lot of it is dealing with residual guilt. I'll leave, like, just... Just stacks of cardboard boxes everywhere, mm -hmm. or like my do you tear them, do you tear them down though? What? No, I don't tear them down. I well, tip. You instead. just like build a fort out there and like hang a sign that says it like really your job. Not, it's not that far off. Last last week, I left a, a cardboard box full of broken glass that I wrote "broken glass" on. You well, did. Then you just well, what am I no, to Justin. You went down? you went above and beyond there. You went above and beyond. You you gave him fair warning that hey, don't stick your paw in here. You big angry bear. <laughs> Dirty syringes. I don't think they root for. <laughs> I hope not. At least they're. Have you not seen the Emilio Estevez Charlie Sheen movie? That's all they do. They you root can't. for trash. What mm -hmm. movie? Oh God, is it called like Minute Work? I believe. But yeah, basically they're garbage men that end up getting caught up in some kind of uh, political scandal. But at the beginning of the movie, they're just like going through people's trash and finding naked pictures of people. It's Don't a really weird movie. I'm glad they could work together, though, on something. Mm -hmm. That must have been exciting. That's what this podcast It's, it's this the podcast My Brother, is My Brother, and me Emilio Estevez movies. Mm -hmm. You guys want Yahoo? Please. Yeah. Have we been doing this for an hour yet? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's by Yahoo, uh, it was sent in by Emily Wall. Thank you, Emily. It's by Yahoo Answers user Yasser, who asks, Building a Terminator. Experts only? <laughs> if you are a troll or stupid, then get the hell out of this question. Experts only. The entire internet vacates Click. the room. Bye. <laughs> Later. Hello? Hello? Operator? Operator? Let me just refresh. And, nope, still no users. Nope. I've decided I want to build a Terminator T-800. And mm -hmm. I need some help how to make this happen. First things first, where can I get the parts for it? 
Is there any sites where they sell body parts for any models of Terminators? Second question, where can I get the schematic for a Terminator? I would be very thankful for the one that gives me the right info, and I will reward you with 10 points. Whoa. <laughs> so. That sounds good. That's an exchange I, rate that is, I don't know what Yahoo points are used for. That is, uh, yeah, I don't know what the conversion is. On I feel account. like I am owed roughly 3 billion Yahoo points for you all the work we've done. To you, yes. Um, I think this person is putting the cart before the horse a little bit in asking where they can get parts and then asking how to get schematics. I, I also want to say that I feel like it's a little cut corner to be like, I want to build a Terminator. Also, where can I get pre-built body parts for it? It's like, hey, man, if you're not going to do it from scratch, then, like, what's the point? Well, maybe they lack the tools for this particular fabrication. So you're saying you he know? wants like a, they want, like, a snap-together model. You know what I mean? They don't want to, yeah. like, carve it. Like connects, you know, connects. I do. He yeah, wants, right, right, right. He wants that, but it's it builds a, a future robot. You could probably build a Terminator out of connects, but all he would be able to do is like lift a ball to the top of a roller coaster. Yeah, which in in and of itself would be pretty pretty baller. But I guess then you couldn't really define him as a Terminator because he no, would not you'd... in fact be terminating anything. Well, except for your boredom. <laughs> What if when the ball makes it to the top of the thing, um, a big laser comes out of his head and kills people? I haven't seen the Terminator movies. <laughs> I've never seen the Terminator movies. I swear to God, I've seen it. You've not seen any of them? None, no. I watched no. half of the first one, and like only two people got killed, and I was like, <laughs> bored. I watched bored. the animated Saturday morning cartoon version. Okay, let me tell you guys the story of the Terminator. Okay. I will start from the beginning. Sarah? Sarah? And her son, uh, mm, John, John, oh. her son, John, Sarah Connor is pregnant with a okay. baby mm-hmm. and Arnold Schwarzenegger is a robot, a series 800 Terminator. Who is he the back. dad? What? No. Sorry. Is he, the, sorry. Is he the dad? No, he's a robot. So, so robots said, can't, uh, sorry. Sorry to keep interrupting you. Justin, sorry. Is the okay. baby half robot? Well, I've seen, um, Bicentennial Man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. And robots can, like, come, and they can, like, create babies just okay. like a normal person. Okay, well, let me start again, and this time I will replace the Terminator with Robin Williams' robotic character from Bicentennial. Uh, oh, this is going to be so much fun. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Go on. so Bicentennial Man, mm-hmm. as portrayed by Robin Williams, mm-hmm. travels, is, is in a war in our future, is in a war with humanity. Okay. Robots versus humans, right? Does he have his skin and stuff yet, or is he still like the creepy servo bot? At this point, he has skin. Okay. So So we're close to the end of the movie. (laughs) We're close to the end of the movie. It's in our future, but he's about to go to the beginning of the movie, which is our past. Okay. Back when he didn't have, when he had just, when he was just metal. John Connor is leading humanity's revolt against robots. Is this the baby? The baby is doing this? (laughs) Uh, Yes. Yes, a baby from no. from inside the womb. Fully grown John Connor is leading okay. humanity's revolt against the robots. Okay, uh-huh. so the robots are like, "This is going bad. I don't think we're going to win this one." And they're like, "Well, Bullsh- let's bullshit." Give up. First off, <laughs> well, this is the thing: the robots never give up. Okay, but here's the thing: I don't see the robots sitting around a table like, "Listen, guys, we're blowing it." Listen, guys, I put a lot of thought into this, and listen, I'm we had just, a good run. In my I'm gut. telling you, this is what happens. So okay. listen. So they. 
make a bunch of robots that look like Arnold Schwarzenegger. And now, Arnold Schwarzenegger is a, is a T-800, but he's the 101 model. So, like, his series is, like, his robotic abilities, and that 101 refers to, like, his flesh covering, mm-hmm. which all look like Arnold Schwarzenegger. So they sent him back in the past to kill John Connor's mom, uh, which, which a dick seems move. harsh. It seems harsh. T-2... Terminator 2. And that's, the end, of, that's the end of the movie? They, they send him back and say, good luck in the movie. No, good luck. And and she, he's like, thanks, I'll do what I can. And <laughs> bum, 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 Credits are <laughs> So then, okay, so then T2, they tried again with a robot made of liquid. But mm-hmm. by this point, the humans have their own Arnold Schwarzenegger, and they send him back to protect him from that. And that's John Connor's dad. That's debatable is john connor's his own dad oh john shit. He's, <laughs> he's travel back. i saw the scene in the original t t1 uh-huh where um arnold schwarzenegger goes that woman's door is like are you thought and <laughs> she was like, and he's like yes. oh, let me take out my chewing gum she was like i said yes, are you I, sarah connor yes i am and then he's like oh sorry are you the Sarah Connor that specifically <laughs> the one that does, has a baby and the baby and the are you pregnant right now with a baby that just like feels like a like a few apocalyptic leader of men? And she's like, no, that's not. I'm like I'm like sixty years old. I've clearly had menopause already. Like it's clearly not me. And he's like, okay, I apologize for the mistake. Have a nice day. I love what you. I love the tasteful, the hedges in your yard. They're good. While They're I'm good. here, do you know any other Sarah Connors that maybe- Do you have like a daughter you named after maybe, yourself? Do you have a, did you name a daughter after yourself? By the way, I have good news about <laughs> Robot Jesus. He's a new, he's a new Jesus. That will I'm just gonna leave some pamphlets. In a hundred years or so, it's really gonna just sweep the nation. <laughs> you could get on board super early with Robot Jesus. I could I could leave you a few excerpts from the Bible. That's a that's a cyber Bible that Robot Jesus wrote for you from the future. No, okay. Just thought I'd try. I'm gonna go. His uh his oil will wash your heart clean if you want that. That was a fucking super, super good impression we all did together. <laughs> we all did increasingly good really impressions. If we, if we had a fourth brother, he would be indistinguishable from Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> because of diminishing returns in statistics. You know, a lot of people don't know this, but doing, a, doing an Arnold Schwarzenegger impression is really easy. Just lower your voice slightly and mumble. And okay. apparently, the only hard like part. That. Is fighting the temptation to say anybody want a peanut? Yes. You know, as it turns out, <laughs> definitely, it is your same. I just have an impression of a big man. I buzz it out. That is also my whole do, do your Jesse Ventura. Oh, I'm the hello. I'm also a governor. <laughs> I um, it's it's hard because it it's it's also really close to my impression of an adult. Like what an adult sounds. <laughs> mm-hmm. All grown-ups to me sound like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, so Griff, just side note: should we make like a bunch of loud noise so it's easier to find the edit mark for when you cut out that giant section where we talk about Terminator? <laughs> no. 
Now we'll just move on. Uh, my boyfriend and I have been dating for over a year and a half, yet somehow in all this time we've never had, quote, a song. We like a lot of the same music, and there are several songs that fill me with warm fuzzies because they remind me of him. But it seems a little gauche to pick one and declare this will be our song. How do normal humans pick their song? Where can we find one? Not knowing anything about our relationship, do you have any suggestions? Romantic Rhapsody in the Rockies. <sighs> the only people song? that do that are like 12. Rachel and I do not. We do not know like what our now, first dance song is going to be. Yeah, about. that's the thing. Teresa and I, we had never really contemplated it until the first dance question came up. Now yeah. we're going to go with uh, Nice and White Satin by the Moody Blues. It's a good one. Yeah, so but I mean, I that's more of like, that's because that's her favorite band, and it's like a really appropriate first dance song. Yeah. But. And it's hard, because I already found the best one ever, so it's like, ugh, you know, how do you top the Yeah, it's, we're all, Travis and I are basically fighting for second now. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's all just a battle for second. Like, I wish that picking a song for a couple was like, it was just randomly assigned. It had nothing to do with, like, your emotional connection to the song or anything. You think you should get out of, like, a Zoltan machine? Yeah. Carnival? Yeah, like, if you... It's like, your song is Call Me Maybe by Carly Rae Jepsen. And you're like, but why? I, uh, you know what? We did have our first dance to Lou Rawls' Stay a While With Me, but I think other songs have probably become more emblematic of our, like, I I think they would, that we identify with them more as a couple over time. Mm-hmm. I think that you're you're probably there's nothing that says that you're gonna find your song that early because I think that part of your song is that it, it represents a lot of what your relationship is about and I think it takes a while for you to understand what your what your dynamic is and I, and you know I what there's a problem with a lot of songs. May I interrupt, Justin? <laughs> sure. Be the problem with that, and the problem with this question in general. May I interrupt? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Oh, you did so, double back. Oh, you got so me. So what I did there is I've reversed. That's a reversing. You did a reverse, reverse. When oh, was, that could be that could be your the cha cha slide could be your song. <laughs> Maybe this is our song. Oh yeah, fuck, that would be the fucking hand. best first dance wedding song ever. <laughs> it's like the fucking Cupid Shuffle comes on and you and your your new significant your new life partner are like fucking start doing it and other people get up and you're like, What are you doing? Sit down. That's this is so our rude. dance. Please. Nobody else can do the chicken dance but us. It's our song. <laughs> it's our it's dance. Thing. Let us Gogum style in peace. But the, God, that so would be the, a good choice. So the Go issue, ahead. though, with the parameters of the question is that I think you can totally have a song until you actually quantify it as this is our song. And then it's Why? like, well, now it's not anymore. Why? That doesn't make well, any because, sense. Well, because suddenly it's like, it's like a it's like a quantum physics thing. Like as soon as it's observed, it stops being true because now it's become cliche. As I would argue to just that like being true. The only thing that makes it your song is that observation of it being your song. It is completely something that is independent of that. It is actually, See, uh, but I would rather have by it. observation. I would rather have it though because it's like every time this song comes on you and I sing along to it and like we know this is a thing but we don't say it out loud I would never go to one of my friends and be like yeah yeah, Teresa my song is uh, blah 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 my sacrifice take it it to the limit take it to the limit (laughs) our song is no diggity but Blackstreet it's pretty good you are thinking about having a song as something that you would like widely report to people in day-to-day conversation i think that 
whatever your song is should be a very private discussion and maybe not something you, you know, share with other people. I think it's a very intimate, intimate decision. But then they're going to, I mean, eventually it's going to come out, right? Mm-hmm. You think? you can't, It's hard to keep that secret, huh? And it, what are you going to do if you guys get married and you do have that as your first dance song? And you just be like, "Don't, we're not going to play it, but we're going to imagine it. And you guys will never know. Mm. Could but everyone see, leave tying, the room, please? We're going to have our first dance. You're tying our song to our first dance song at a wedding, which is like very different conversation. I feel like whatever your song is can be transitional. Like I think mm-hmm. it can evolve over time. Cause what if they release a song the day after you get married oh, that is fuck. like, like Perf. what about two people and they're named Jack and Diane and like literally the day after they get married, the cougar drops Jack and Diane on us and yeah. they're like, of course this is our song. We grew up in the heartland and shit. All that yeah. stuff. Baby, oh, hey, can we oh, mulligan awesome it? Guys, I'm a little, I'm actually a little worried about how the cougar, has the cougar been, have you noticed John Cougar Mellencamp like following us around? Because this song is is like almost biographical of our lives, Diane. It is like a literal, Winter Arby's yesterday at 2 p.m. You got a medium roast beef sandwich. Ate an apple turnover. Like, fuck, that's my exact order. I heard the new John Cougar Mellencamp song. Then I looked to my husband. I said, can you believe this? And it just becomes an echo as you're doing it. And then he it's won't like stop nods. It's like that R. Kelly song. It's like that Doctor Who episode. John Cougar Mellencamp is taking my words. <laughs> He's using my voice. We've got to throw John Cougar Mellencamp off the train. Three brothers making a podcast together. Sing about my song. And they're still talking about it. And he's I, the fourth I, brother. I'm jerking okay. off outside one of their windows. <laughs> They'll never know which one, but it's Travis. <laughs> oh, shit. No. <laughs> hey, Travis, it's me, John Nathan Mellencamp. <laughs> I was John about to say, what are you doing no. here? <laughs> what if he just switched to Jonathan Mellencamp? <laughs> oh, I thought you said John nothing Mellencamp. John rest Mellencamp. You have you to let it do. John Cougar Mellencamp anymore. So he actually put Drew Arrest in there in, a, in the middle of his name. There's a, a picture of the musical notation for a rest. Oh, Christ. Every time he says his name, you can actually hear him pronounce the beat in between. Hi, I'm John Mellencamp. Hi, I'm John Mellencamp. <laughs> he actually taps his leg twice. <laughs> Mellencamp. Welcome hey, we to want my to home. change your. We want to change your name. Uh, we like your songs, but we're wondering if you could change your name to. To Johnny Cougar. Like, absolutely not. Abs- what? No. I'll, absolutely listen, not. Listen, we've been, we've, been, we've been working, we've been workshopping your image, your brand. You got to drop one of your names. It's just, it's just too, it's just I'm too gonna long. I'm going to drop John. I'm, I, From now on, I, I will we, be Cougar Mellencamp. We highly recommend losing Mellencamp. We highly, if you're gonna lose one, I don't know. I'm not really married to Cougar because it's not, like not what my parents fucking called me. I think I might lose Cougar. Ooh, I'm not. Oof, not sure about that decision. 
I'm just gonna say that I really like that when they split up. I actually like Cougar stuff better now that he's not with John Mellencamp. I know. <laughs> You're saying that there is an entity out there. Mm-hmm. You're yeah, saying- it's like Crosby, Stills, and Nash. <laughs> it's wicked, not like that. Yeah, it's John Cougar and Mellencamp. <laughs> John he's Cougar li- and his excellent Mellencamps. <laughs> <laughs> His legal name is John Cougar, and he actually married a woman named Mellencamp, and he's mm-hmm. super progressive. It's hyphenated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. John Cougar Mellencamp, of the Cougar Mellencamps. I'd say it's already bad enough that I worked for eight years to get my doctorate, and you won't let me put doctor in my name. Ugh. <laughs> Dr. Big wigs. Actually, it's, he's a cougar doctor. <laughs> he's a cougar doctor, Dr. Cougar. <laughs> Why didn't he go to veterinary school? If uh, he ever drops out of music, I think he has to try to reestablish Johnny Cougar. I think you have to see if you can get people to call you that in like a regular day-to-day context. I've been in a serious relationship with my boyfriend for a couple of years. We're planning our first weekend getaway for the early summer. I'm excited, but feel a bit discouraged. The first time we talked about the specifics of what we want to do, we had an argument. Moving forward, I want to minimize the stress of this. Do you have any advice on how to plan a trip with a significant other smoothly? No. It is always No, it's, it's always going to be a little stressful. Yeah, that's normal. the thing. It's like I'm not trying to paint like a yes dear everybody loves Raymond scenario. The fact <laughs> of the matter is it's like when you get two people and everybody's going to you know. I'm I'm not going to let you besmirch everybody loves Raymond. You can that's dump fine. on yes dear all you want. That's fine. That's correct. Oh yeah, because Michael Malley doesn't isn't having it fucking hard enough already without having Travis's <laughs> problems dog piled on him. Listen, everyone but Michael Malley on that show was dumb. Michael Malley was great on that show. Um but everybody's gonna have their own agendas and wanna do their own stuff and it's just the way that it happens, you know, from like the kind of music you're gonna listen to as you drive down there to like what you're gonna do once you get there. It's it doesn't need to be a fight. It just needs to be, like, a compromised discussion kind of deal. I'll tell you what, my tip, stop giving a shit about anything other than not dying. Yeah. As long as you, like, don't get killed on the trip, who cares what you do? As long as you're together. That's what, that's what, uh, that's, uh, we don't go in with an agenda. We try to avoid agendas when traveling as much as possible. Because that's where you'll get tripped up. Like, that's how you get on the, that's how you get on the fucking case. That's, yeah, yeah, that's how you get on a case is you have an agenda. Well, if you don't have an agenda, then you can just sort of take things as they come, you know, free, free in the wind. I don't think our dad, like, dadded out on too many, like, dad issues, like, dad dad problems. But one thing that he very, very much dadded was when we would go on trips and he would, like, just get the metric for success for the trip would become this crazy thing, like... If we don't find a fucking steak and shake in this goddamn Florida town where I heard a rumor, I heard a rumor that there's a steak and shake and we are going to drive around for two hours until we find it. And that's how it'll be perfect. This is, uh, and you can actually watch dad can, uh, like respond less and less to questions. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. He's in his own world of failure. <laughs> he's, in, he's in his own like distinct. Uh, we once drove around for two hours like out of our way on a road trip two hours to find this barbecue place called Maurice's. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> do you guys remember this? I do. And it ended up being, uh, like, the sauce was mustard-based, and it was foul. I'm sure there are people here listening who are like, 
devotees of Marisa's, but like we drove two hours out of this place and I would not eat a single thing on the menu. I think I ate like baked apples or something. It was a nightmare. Well, but you, like that was the metric of success. You're not a barbecue aficionado. I am and, not, to be fair. And I mean, I catch myself doing that too because like I'll get hung up on some like littlest stupid detail. Like we got to be back at the hotel by five so we could do this by six. And it's just stupid. Like it means not. What I've learned, if I may get sappy for a moment, what I've learned is that the difference between like you going on a day trip somewhere as like an adventure, you know, hanging out versus going on a trip with a significant other, really it's to spend time with them. Everything else is just kind of secondary. You know what I mean? It's it's you guys going together that's important and yeah. everything else will just kind of fall into place. Even if you just like end up going and sitting in a hotel room for a week but enjoying each other's company, that's you know, that's better than fighting about every little detail. If price permits, I would suggest going to a place that is all inclusive, um, because that is basically just being on like a vacation conveyor belt. Mm-hmm. It's like it's <laughs> like being on like a factory line of vacation where they just put the vacation stuff on you. And you're in a really good position now, uh, chronologically, because you can go to a place without a very specific plan and just kind of yelp what you're looking for, whatever yeah. you need, whatever you're in the mood for at that moment. Or just ask somebody when you get there. You know, ask. Don't ask the concierge because you know he's getting kickbacks. But, uh, but you know, I think the problem you had was sitting down for a planning sesh. Yeah, don't just do that. Decide where you want to go. Decide where you're going to stay, and then and then you know figure it out together. Don't don't. It, I have this saying that I came up with. It's don't sweat the small stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good, Justin. Thanks. When life- and it's all. And uh, the other thing is. It's all small stuff. <laughs> now, that doesn't fucking make any sense. How can it's you not sweat the small stuff if it's all small stuff? Then well, it's just everything's average stuff. Except for racial injustice. That's the one thing. You can you sweat racial injustice. You do have to sweat racial injustice if that should pop up during your weekend away. We sat down for a planning session and it just evolved into racial injustice. Griffin, you got any more Yahoos? Oh, we should probably go to the money zone. Let's get there. Welcome to the Money Zone, everybody. We've been thrown into a tizzy by Will O uh, with this message for Ainsley uh, because the message is this, and I will read it without comedy. Therefore, if it is a joke, we are legally, we're on sound ground. If it's serious, we're legally protected. Even though you were mutilated in that boating accident and left deformed from the waist up, and never venture into public out of fear and shame. I still love you very much and wish you the hap hap happiest birthday you deservedly deserve. Uh, Will, I'm sure, will be writing to us soon to ask how to apologize for making uh, light of his I don't think other's boating accident. I don't think you can be deformed from the waist up. I think there's some vital shit up there <laughs> that, like, once you start tweaking with the recipe a little bit, like once you start, once you start adding in little, Your little tweaks to there. the schematics. <laughs> Your mods. Then <laughs> once you start fucking with that, you're you're done. So waist so up birthday. is super important. Waist up's like all the good stuffs there. Uh, so I happy choose to believe it's true. I'm sorry. <laughs> happy birthday to Ensley. We're really sorry. Either really sorry about your accident or really sorry about Will. Either way, we're sorry, but happy birthday. Travis, what about this other one? What's what's the story here? 
This next one's to Ryan from Zabs. Happy birthday to Ryan Alexander. He introduced me to your awesome podcast, which just adds to how much awesomer he's made my life. Thanks for helping me fill the void between MBMBAM episodes. Also, I hope you like this gift because it's exhausted my budget for your birthday. Hugs and nags. Hashtag. Why didn't you read that word? Because I don't know what it means. Wow. To fill the void between MBMBAM episodes. Self Sajax. Maybe that's his handle on the street. Like, oh, like a CB handle? <laughs> it's his graffiti tag. <laughs> I thought that said, I thought that said hugs and nugs. And nugs. <laughs> we have 420 on the brain. Did you guys spliff out? <laughs> I, I, Did you guys uh, fire up a J and, and, and smoke, smoke yourselves? I, I, I did. I ground up uh, my weed. Mm-hmm. And I snorted it. I, I actually celebrated 420 the way I've celebrated everyone for the past few years. Reading Facebook statuses of friends who are too old to smoke weed and are very mournful about it. <laughs> I get a lot of that on the old wall now. A lot of like, hey, you kids, have fun. I got too many responsibilities, but uh, go ahead and smoke them if you know where to buy them. I, I just, I just boarded up the windows so that when all the reefer zombies attacked, I would be safe. <laughs> Yeah, do you, guys you gotta remember, look out for number one. Do you guys remember back in the early days when there was like a there was like a cabal of our listeners who thought that we were like pot high pretty much all the time? And I remember there was once where Justin took like a pretty heinous sip of his coffee, and people thought it was a water <laughs> like a water pipe, like a water pipe for weed, not for water transportation. Oh, I still don't know where to buy that. So if you have yeah. some or just you know want to sell me some. That would be that would be great. I, if I only it weren't so hard to find people that sold weed. It re- for me it is unless you're my FedEx guy or the lady at Starbucks or the, or that's it. That's the only people that could sell me weed that I interact with regularly. <laughs> okay, I thought you were saying aside from those two dealers, I don't know any other ones. <laughs> aside from my local librarian, people at libraries gotta be selling weed a lot, right? Yeah, why else would they be fucking interested in reading? Spring has sprung. A young wow. man's fancy has turned to love. And you know what that means? It's dildo time! Hey, happy dildo day, everybody. This is dildo week here on My Brother, My Brother, and We. We're the dildo our- has come out of his shell to see his shadow. And now it's time it for came spring. came out of a butt. <laughs> Do you guys like huge dildos? To give yes. me some sort of metric, because that could mean, like, my definition of what a huge dildo is is probably different than what yours is. Uh, I If it looks like something that the Eye of Sauron would appear above, mm-hmm. like, that's the kind of thing oh, I'm talking Jesus. about. Like, I actually prefer uh, a lot of really small dildos. Is that better for you? <laughs> and it's just cuter. <laughs> it's, it's fun. It's like a cup of pins on a desk. You know in that one scene in Fantasia where Mickey Mouse chops up the broom and it becomes a bunch of brooms? It's like that, but with dildos. Do they sell that on Extreme Restraints? Do they sell sell a young man's fancy on Extreme Restraints? Can you buy that? Uh, Can I buy my innocence back on Extreme Restraints? I want to tell you guys about one very special dildo to me. Uh, This is the Annihilator X. X, and you guessed it, XL dildo. (gasps) This... Thing. The extra access for excellence. This man looks like he is cradling a poodle, a black, <laughs> shiny p- 
poodle in front of his crotch. It is 18 inches long Christ. and is nine pounds. Fuck! How do you Dude, even? How do you fucking I, operate that? You gotta have a trusted friend. You have to you have an accomplice for this, in. for this Bilbo. Uh, or a running start. <laughs> oh, God. Either way, I guess. Uh, yeah, I don't really understand. Let me let me zip on out of the comments. And see the comments are all just like no 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 <laughs> no no. Uh, uh, I love how flexible this one is, and I love taking it all the way to the base. I uh, felt like I would explode. Now, uh, folks, when you are <laughs> leaving a product review on streamerschase.com, it is so important to make sure it doesn't sound like you're bragging. And this one seems very bragging to me. Yeah, it's it's like a backdoor brag. It's brag. <laughs> I couldn't. It's super my, good, though. That was a my super husband super. many years ago suggested a threesome with his very well endowed best friend. Oof. My husband's small, only six inches long. Uh oh. <laughs> 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 so she's still into threesomes, I guess. And uh, anyway, my husband a few years ago bought me this, and OMG, it's huge and intense. I was lucky. I have sex a lot, but uh, with a very big cock. But this, OMG, it's on a different level, and so am I. I am addicted to feeling stretched. And maxing my pussy out. Justin is no longer reading a review. He is just he is just letting he's, <laughs> he's forming just thoughts and poetry. Just forming thoughts in his brain and using his mouth to express them. <laughs> I actually love the power move of telling your wife you're gonna have a threesome with his with your well endowed friend. Your well endowed friend gets out his wiener and then he turns his back for just a second, and that's when you whip out the annihilator XXXL. It really kills the appeal of Greg. <laughs> um, and it also belongs. kills. It also kills the person that it plunges into. <laughs> Is there? Are there any reviews? Like I am typing this as I'm using it for the first time and am now dead. <laughs> this period, I'm hitting the period, hitting, clicking the send button, and dying. Oh. This person says, when they said Annihilator at XXXL, they were not at all joking. That would be this a pretty... Is, this is the, the loved ones. Of I, the uh, we Stevenson. came home. David had been shucked like a pistachio. But he sure did look happy. Thanks, Extreme. He Michelle. died with a smile on his face. Like a toddler ripping apart a fruit roll-up. Just split... <laughs> Right in Twain. Twain, he was. Oh man! Uh, so go check out extremerestraints.com. There are yeah. some, we the joke, but code. there are good things on there that, like, not that this isn't a good thing, but there are things on there that probably won't kill you starting from your butt. From butt that's kind of the more like extreme. That is ex as extreme as you can possibly go. And make sure to use the coupon code uh, FANNYTIME, one word, to get twenty percent off of your order. I can't wait until that one gets hacked so we can come up with a better one. Because uh, we love coming up with those. Uh, ExtremeRestraints.com, fanny time. Get there, get your savings, and get yourself killed. Do you guys want a Yahoo? Absolutely. This Yahoo was sent in by Alicia M.M. Thank you, Alicia. It's by fucking Yahoo Answers user John. I just got tired. I just got exhausted from sitting forward in my chair. <laughs> rough um, day. Rough, rough day. Rough afternoon. Uh, John asks, is it normal for a guy, 24, to kiss cats in a pet store. 
I go to a pet store, and when I find a cat I like, I hold him, may hug him, and kiss him all through his body except face, as if I was kissing a dear friend of mine. Is that normal, or is that unacceptable and perv? I'm sorry to Justin and Travis that I didn't read this question beforehand and did not catch the part where he says he kisses everywhere except the mouth. Like, pretty woman. <laughs> okay, first things first. Uh, normal is an illusion invented by corporate America to keep you docile. Yeah. Second. That's, I mean, that that is like day one. That's day one. Don't talk about normal in, in day-to-day life. I don't even like want to hear about that, that TV show, The New Normal. I don't want to hear about that. No, The New Normal is the old normal because normal doesn't exist. That said, on behalf of kitty cats, don't. Please don't kiss them. <laughs> hey, please, please don't kiss the kitty cat that you don't. That you don't have, that you don't support fiscally and emotionally. You know, we all own cats. There's a very good chance this gentleman has kissed our cats all over. But except, as long as it's not on the head, then I can look that cat in the face. <laughs> I can respect my cat still as a man. <laughs> um, I, is it normal for a guy 24 to kiss strangers at a bus stop? It's not. It's not, it is not okay to do that. Is it okay to go to a nursery and just kiss all the babies I see ex- everywhere except the face? Super not okay. Super not I, normal, 24. Normal, again, is an illusion. Typical is the word. Typical behavior, no. I is it t- orthodox behavior <laughs> to smooch all the kitties all the, everywhere, all over their bodies? If I'm running a pet store and some guy smooches one of my kitties, I assume he's buying it. Yeah. I'm like, where's your credit card? Because yeah. you just and bought you a point, kitty. You point to the poster by the wall and says, you smooch it, you bought it. Mm-hmm. You smooch it, you bought it, weird beard. <laughs> I, you can tell, too. If you go to a pet store and you look at a cat and it like has that smooched look, oh, you're yeah. going to buy it because it looks smooched. It's just been <laughs> smooched on. hair. Come on. All through his body. <laughs> This guy is fucking hoisting these. You're the you're the clerk at this pet store, and you see this guy. And he's going like up and down the tail, <laughs> like he's like he's demolishing a corn cob or something. Just not missing a kernel not, of unsmooched fur. Uh, and you are just jerking it. Oh, why <laughs> would you do you that? No, I mean, I mean, the clerk is jerking. It's not weird. Oh, if the clerk's jerking, then it's fine. Uh-huh. That's the new normal. That's the new normal. We've clerk. just established it. Is there? A, is that what that show's about? Oh man, it's basically yeah. They every week they pick a new and there's so there's two guys. They they go to the pet store and every week one of the guys picks an, a different animal. Like maybe it's an iguana, maybe it's a per, maybe it's a big bird, and then he smooches it while the other one masturbates. Would you guys watch a reality show where the whole thing is how many animals can a person kiss in a pet store before they're ejected? Before they ejaculate? Is that what you said? <laughs> no. <laughs> I, no, I said before they're dejected. That's the most... They just look at themselves and give up. Um, God. Ugh. How could you do this? How could you do this thing? Just buy one. Let me drop my age in here. I'm gonna kiss these cats all over my body, all over their body. Let me just drop my age in here, cause that could play. That could be a defining factor. I'm not 12, and I'm, but I'm not 45. Which I, you know what? Now that I say it, would be stranger. That would be stranger, wouldn't it? 
if 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 I see a twenty four year old kissing every cat in the room, I assume that he's trying to rush a fraternity. Mm-hmm. Well, twenty four is a little old for that. <laughs> oh, he he was held back a few years. He okay. Developmentally, see delayed. now we're developing some fiction. <laughs> no, is we have a possible, story. Is it possible he's been offered a job in this pet store and he's asking if it's a weird job? Is there maybe is he maybe watching someone do this as he furiously types into Yahoo and tries to find out if he should in fact eject this person from his store as he suspects? He and a friend saw it and now they're debating about its its <laughs> relative normalcy. I don't know. It seemed fine to me. He he looked about twenty four, so that's <laughs> I don't see the big. That's deal. about the right age to do it. If you're okay. gonna do it, if you're gonna do it. Might as well do it at that age, twenty four. Um, by know, the way, we're all looking for direction at that age. Kissing animals is the weirdest. If you kiss, if you kiss, if you let your dog lick your mouth, I'm done with you. I think it's. I think that. I don't know. I don't I think have. It's cute. I, Their mouths are cleaner than our mouths, Griffin. Yeah, yeah Griffin. Oh, Read yeah. a book. It's so, really cute when that happens because it's like they're giving you puppy smooches. Okay, I want, I don't want to talk about this anymore. I'm getting yucked out. Puppy my- smooches. <laughs> okay. <laughs> At my college, there is a sweet old lady who works reception. She likes to give people nicknames, usually harmless ones, like normal. Here's the problem. I guess she just started watching Pawn Stars. Because now she's saying I look like Chum Lee from that show. I think it's, it's Chum Lee. You're saying it like the Street Fighter. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Chum Lee. She's saying I look like Blanca, which is strange. It's <laughs> uh, has begun calling me that. I know as a big guy, I don't have a good crop to pick from in celeb lookalikes. Oh, man. <laughs> this lady is like 90. How can I tell her politely that I don't appreciate being compared to a dude who looks like he showers in grease and seems to have mild brain damage? Uh, at that, at this point, I will settle for Kevin Smith. And that's from uh, Backhanded in Houston. Yeah, you've got a... Yes, it is bad. I'll give it to you straight. You got a bad... <laughs> you got dealt a bad hand here, Chun-Li. But, on the other hand, it could be so much worse. It could be worse. It couldn't, though. It couldn't. He's really. That's a really rough one. That's, that's a, a rough pretty, one. Pretty, pretty bad one. Because it's like, it's not only, it's not only like a bad reference to a person who's bad. It's a reference to a bad show. And like by acknowledging that you get it, people are gonna think you watch Pawn Stars. And Pawn Stars is awesome. Uh, I think it would be cool to force her hand on this though, because say that you don't know, you don't understand the reference, and force her. To explain Ooh. the similarities that Say, you have, is Chumley like some kind of like young, handsome, See, funny young, guy, or rakish, well endowed college student, twenty four, <laughs> loves to kiss cats? Is no? it because he's some kind of a young stud who really loves old broads? Make that old broad look you in the face and tell you you're fat. You look. Then, <laughs> he's a person who is looks like he is made of hams, and that's <laughs> what I think of you. <laughs> Enjoy Make her your say day. That. And then use that, because you're going to turn your life around. You're going to walk into this lady's office one day, and she's going to be like, Chum Lee? And you're going to be like, more like Guile, because you're going to have like big guns. And she's going to pull down her big old glasses and just look at it and go, damn! <laughs> she's going to pull down her big old panties. <laughs> you're going to have sex with that old woman. That's your new thing. Every time you're in training, I want you to imagine having sex with that old woman. Giving her the old what for. Oh, you know what I mean? That's not... That is not 
it's something I want to think of. I don't want to think about this person on The Biggest Loser. Like, think you got to use your motivation. Like, oh fucking, I got it. I'm, <laughs> I got it. I'm ready to I want to seduce. I'm going to seduce this old lady. You have a huge boner, and it, there are other people waiting to get on the treadmill. Bingo's in the corner. He's watching you. I don't know this bingo. Should I know bingo? Everyone needs to know bingo to get any of my references anymore. <laughs> Everyone fucking do some... That's your homework. That's your take home for this episode of the podcast. Is everybody look up who... Everybody Google bingo biggest loser, and you're going to see him. You're going to see this living ball of sunshine that God has given us on this earth. <laughs> it's a handsome young man. And then when I mention him on the show, the, and when I mention the biggest loser, you're going to be, you're going to feel erudite. So that's uh, what we want you to work on for the, uh, for next week, for the, for the, uh, the seven days you have to do without us. Uh, we so appreciate you joining us once again. And thanks and, for making uh, it to the end of this one. This was, I, I'm not saying it was good or bad, but it was, I just was, man, I'm so tired. It just. I think that after you edit it, maybe it'll be funnier. After I edit it, like thirty minutes. Yeah, it'll be twelve minutes long. Twelve minutes long. What happened to all that stuff about RoboCop? I'll I'll think to myself as I listen to it afterwards because that's the thing I do. Um, I don't. Thank you to people tweeting about the show. Thank you to Daniel Franson, Patty Windsor, uh, YV Ritesh, uh, Dan Bowden, Phil Rose, and Nicole. That's Blue Nicole, mind you. Uh, and and every HL Peacock, everybody tweeting about the show. We really appreciate it. Please use the NBA game hashtag and uh, throw a link to our sample in there if you're going to tweet about the show. It's bit.ly forward slash it's mabim bam. Um, um, I super big thanks again to everybody who donated during Max Maximum Fun Drive. Um, like we we did like super well for for the network. Like the the people who pick their shows after they donate. Like we we did super super well for that. And so like it's. I don't know. It's really flattering. Not only that people are willing to support us, but that we are on this network of like people who I think are the funniest people in the world, um, and and that you guys are are supporting us. I want to say a also uh, another couple of thank yous to people who have mailed us things. That's PO Box fifty four, Huntington, West Virginia two five seven zero six. We got a postcard from Rachel who was visiting the uh, Crazy Horse Monument. So she sent us a, uh, a a picture of an of a Native American. So we appreciate that, and a giant thank you to Justin Gray. Who, if you don't know Justin Gray, he made two amazing posters uh, from our brother, my brother, me, like year in review posters. Oh shit! He, he printed three of each of them and sent them to us, and I have them. Oh, ah, I want those. I know. Well, I'll get them to you. That, and if you have not seen those, uh, it's burntobuild.blogspot dot com uh we would forward slash forward slash admin forward slash <laughs> uh so uh make sure you go look at those i wish he would make more i'd love for people to be able to do it well don't fucking guilt the guy i well no i'm saying like let's get rich i'm disappointed I'm, I'm disappointed in his output we need to merch up merch up we so do we need for real we merch. haven't merched in a while and people are always like well, oh, well we when's your new hit coming and we're like soon soon uh if if you got some merch you'd like to see from us let us know because also speaking of uh big thank you to hood uh hoodwinked fool on uh on on the twitters they remixed our daft punk song from last week's episode and posted a video of it on facebook oh fuck the link again yeah i gotta listen so good oh yeah it's good it's hype 
And uh, thank you to you. Very, uh, did you already thank John Roderick, the long winners, for the use of the theme song as departure off the album Put the Days to Bed? No, I want to thank... I really want to thank John Roderick and the Long Winters for this song. Good. good. And uh, thank you to you so much, Griffin. Do you have one more question for us? Yeah, I can. I can I, let me scrounge one up here. Just dig into the scraps. And uh, this Yahoo was sent in by David Pounds. Thank you, David Pounds. It's by Yahoo Answers user John889743, who asks Is Eminem the new Socrates of our times? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. This has been my brother, my brother. May you kiss your dad. Square on the lips. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.